1: In the history of Major League Baseball, only one player's been murdered during a season.
2: Lyman Wesley Bostock Jr. This is the story of his life, his death, and what happened to the man who murdered him. Wesley, July 18th, wherever you get your podcasts.
3: First things first, I'm back. Second things, Baker Mayfield was introduced as a Panther yesterday. Why hasn't he already been named as starter? Why, oh why, we will dig in. Hey. Nick's got a big reveal coming in 30 minutes, his complete NFL quarterback pyramid. He's been working on it for a long time, compliment him if you see him on the street. And speaking of quarterbacks, oh, oh, Dak doing Dak-type things (laughs) at camp. I love it, I love it. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to First Things First. Jenna Wolf, Nick Wright, Chris Roussard, Kevin Wilds. I'm in a great mood. Kevin Wilds, I bet you'd go to camp Every single year, if Dak was your counselor, shuffling around like this—this this is your kind I, of camp. You love this.
1: I, I, I would definitely go to that camp. I have also gone to the Mac Jones camp, where he can't quite do the dance that well because of his hooves. He's got all four hooves on the ground, He's trying to move around. It doesn't <laughs> quite work. But it works for him. Most oh, you can't the start goat. the shows like this.
3: Wilds making what? goat jokes <laughs> early, early on in the morning. Uh, Let's stay in the NFL. We found out yesterday if Baker Mayfield wants to be the starting quarterback of the Carolina Panthers, he's going to have to go out and earn it. No gimmies this year. GM Scott Fitterer says it will be an open competition between Baker and Sam Darnold. May the best man win. Baker was asked about all this yesterday at his first pseudo-Carolina press conference. Take a listen to this.
1: Do you anticipate being the starting quarterback here?
0: Well, I think when you're at any level uh, as high as this in the NFL, uh, nobody has the, uh, the mentality of being a backup. We're at this level because we compete to be the very best, and um, that's why Sam's here as well, and that's why Matt Corral just got drafted and P.J. Walker's competed and fought through a lot of adversity as well. And so, you know, my intention is to become the best quarterback I can be uh help this team win and, and that's why um i'm happy to be in, in carolina is this you know i feel like the team's very close to being really really good we just had to put the pieces together and come together as a team and um however that happens you know i'm gonna do my job i'm gonna you know fill whatever role is to be expected of me and be a great leader and a great teammate
3: they asked baker where you'd be most comfortable he said in my kitchen thank you very much i'll stay right here nick i'll start with you Are you 100% convinced that Baker is the Panthers' best option next season?
0: First of all, welcome back, Jenna. But you you, you couldn't help yourself but to take a little shot about the setting of the press conference when Baker answered that perfectly. You could not have written a better response to fit exactly what the people that want a humbled Baker Mayfield to sound like. He answered that perfectly. And now let me answer this, your question, perfectly. Of course, Baker's the starter. And this is not a pro-Baker Mayfield take. I am pro Baker Mayfield. I do think Baker Mayfield has a lot of good football left in him. But this is not about Baker Mayfield. This is about the person he is competing with who has quite simply been the worst quarterback in the NFL since he got to the NFL. Yes, Baker was better in college. Yes, Baker was better as a rookie. And yes, Baker has been better over the breadth of his career. But any quarterback they brought in who had starting experience, would have been better than Sam Darnold over the breadth of his career. And it is not just that, the last two years, which we've shown you this graphic before, but we will show it to you again. The last two years, Darnold has been unspeakably bad, and that is with two different teams. And both of those teams didn't have the worst offensive line and the worst skill position and the worst coaches and the worst everything. The consistent factor is Darnold. But somehow, Brew, and there is a bit, listen, there are some drawbacks to my, at times, crippling gambling habit, but there are some benefits as well. And one of the benefits is I watch a lot of games that I'm not sure everyone's locked into. I'm not sure how many people are like, ah, gotta see if the Panthers are gonna cover the nine and a half this week. So I watched Darnold down the stretch last year before he got benched and after he got benched. And a guy, Brew, who has been terrible throughout his career Played his worst football of his career most recently. Can we show Darnold's numbers just quickly after the hot start? Here's what Darnold... Look at these numbers! This is after week four of last year. That's four touchdowns. That's getting benched during a game for P.J. Walker. Cam Newton took over. Darnold then came back. A passer rating of 58. When And I'm going to read you a quote and then I'll shut up. When he got benched for P.J. Walker... And Matt Rule was asked about what Darnold needed to improve. Here is the quote. Throwing on time, taking the open receiver, being patient, protecting the football, and not throwing off his back foot. So everything is what he needed to improve, and then he just got worse. (laughs) So no, Sam Darnold is not going to be the starting quarterback for the Carolina Panthers.
2: First of all, let let me say, Jenna, it is also great to have you back. I love the energy. The energy you're bringing is awesome. I love it. All right. And if Baker Mayfield does that, if Baker Mayfield does that, like Nick said, he'll win the job. But the Carolina Panthers have this right. He must win the job. They shouldn't have the attitude of Nick Wright that he's our starting quarterback. What? Well, what? What's he done so great to be the automatic starting quarterback? Go out there and earn it. And you're right about Darnold. I get all of that. All right, he, I'm not saying he's been great. And I do think Baker is better. And I think Baker will beat him out. But Baker, who's accomplished more than Darnold to this point, has also had way more around him. For all the offensive coordinators... All the head coaches that Baker has had. He's also had several Pro Bowl wide receivers. He's also had se- uh, one of the best running games in the NFL with Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. He's also had a top flight offensive line. All right. Uh, Sam Darnold's had none of those things. And when Sam Darnold did have Christian McCaffrey for, say, the first three games of last year, he was three and zero and averaging almost three hundred yards a game, so I'm just saying I'm I'm down. I'm fine with it being an open competition, and if Baker Mayfield doesn't win that competition, would I be dumbfounded? No, I wouldn't I would. because I'm not gonna. Uh, Baker Mayfield hasn't been that good. Why? What's he done? Here's the other thing, guys. Intangibles. All right. I personally like Baker Mayfield's spunk and his confidence and his intensity, but do his teammates? I mean, who came to bat for Baker, even anonymously, when OBS, Odell Beckham Sr., just went off on him with the viral video? Anyone? Who Who came out when Baker was embarrassed by the franchise? What teammates came out and supported him after the Deshaun Watson trade? Or after his surgery even. We saw one anonymous quote. That's it. So the intangibles are another part of this uh, equation, Wilds. So yeah, I think Baker's better. But I am fully, 100% on board with an open competition and may the best man win. I would just like to
0: add one point because one of the things Bruce said, Wilds, which has just become canon is that Baker Mayfield walked into this amazing situation had all this talent and Darnold by the way you know he had the Jets and then he had the Panthers the Cleveland Browns were coming off an 0 in 16 season when Baker got there and the year before they were 1 and 15 so for he all got the there. talent that they had Somehow, they had won one game in two years before Baker got there. He wasn't—this isn't James Worthy getting drafted to the Lakers with Magic and Kareem. It's like, oh, I mean, they were one—they were the laughing stock franchise of the NFL when Baker got there. And while he was there, they had four okay. coaches and four offensive coordinators. They just were. Now, yeah, did they acquire some talent? Okay. Yes, the, but they the, were.
2: The rest of the stuff— some talent, yeah, great receivers, great talent. running backs, great offensive line. So, come on. Let's be fair. Okay. Let's be fair.
1: Yeah. Go ahead, Wilds. Uh, all right, Broussard, this is why I don't think it's a open competition. I'll tell you. I'll put a scenario out there for you. Suppose you and I were going to go out to dinner, okay? You say, Wilds, where should we go? Should we go to the place that we went to last time, right in the city, Right in, nice and easy for us? I say, no, Broussard. I'm going to take you to my favorite little New England shanty, little coastal New England. It specializes in seafood. You will love it. I don't want to go to the steakhouse we normally go to. Let's go to this seaside shanty. And we go and drive up there. we got to do all this different stuff. It's a little bit of a pain. And when we sit down and I'm ready to place my order, I look at the waiter and I say, you know what? I'm going to have the steak. You're right, Roussard. We should have gone back to the steakhouse. You're like, what are we doing? Why are we we even here? That's Baker. (laughs) If you're going to go through this long, drawn-out thing with Baker, are we going to get him? Are we not? How much are we going to trade for him? How much are we going to do a $5 million hit to the cap? And then just not to follow through on it, just to go back to the same old Darnold who you proved you didn't believe in when you benched him not once but twice. He's gotten hurt. He had a concussion injury and a shoulder injury. He got benched previously. They brought him back early for the Patriots. They're like, ah, we shouldn't have brought him. Lost there. They need to just turn the page. And I think by starting Baker, if they wanted to stay with Darnold, they wouldn't have brought Baker in. They would have just had gotten a plain old boring traditional backup quarterback. That's correct. So that's why I think it's even if he loses they the competition, they gave up one... be like, You know what? Give Baker a shot. <laughs>
2: No, Wiles, they gave up a fifth-round pick for him, a fourth-rounder at best. He had to take a $3.5 million pay cut for them to decide to do it. They gave up more for Darnold. They're paying Darnold more, and if Darnold outplays him in training camp, you can't put Baker out there when the other players saw that Darnold was better. You'll lose the whole locker room. You got to play which quarterback is best. I think it'll be Baker. I'm with you guys on that, but I'm not with you on just you know, give it to Baker. He's been so great. To him. I know he was the first quarterback in your guys' eyes to ever play through injury last year, and God bless him. No. Okay. Right? But I'm not making that excuse for him like he you was guys. He was the first quarterback Come to take win a playoff game for
0: the Browns in, in my lifetime almost. But just to be clear, one clarification on Wild's fun <laughs> analogy. Sam Darnold is not a steakhouse. He is a jack-in-the-box that was shut down by the health department. So let's just be clear. He's not, he's not Morton's. I mean, it's like, it's like, oh man, they got cockroaches
2: oh, in and the and Baker is. The meat spoiled. Is. Well, uh, listen,
0: Baker's a nice Baker, uh, in-and-out burger. It's like, hey, this is great. <laughs> This'll work.
3: All right, set Baker aside. Let's talk some Donovan Mitchell. Are Donovan Mitchell's days in Utah all but over? Tell you what happened yesterday. Oh, interesting, back after this. Coming up Saturday, the Red Sox take on Aaron Judge and the Yankees. Or you got the Brewers taking on the Giants. Saturday 7 Eastern on Fox and the Fox Sports app. You can always check your local listings for the game in your area. We are moving on to the NBA now. So Woj reporting that the Utah Jazz now willing to listen to trade scenarios for their star guard Donovan Mitchell. Now, you guys talked yesterday about how my guy Danny Ainge doesn't see Donovan Mitchell as the face of a franchise. Well, maybe that's because he sees him as the face of a different franchise for which he could get a lot back, making his franchise even better. Smart guy, Danny Ainge, smart guy. So, Broussard, which team should go all out to land Donovan Mitchell?
2: Well, Jenna, the obvious answer is the New York Knicks. But I'm sure our Kevin like Wilds it. will exhaust that option. So I'll leave that to you, Wilds. I'll leave that to you. And I'll throw <laughs> out another team in the East, the Miami Heat. The Miami Heat. Now, obviously, they want Kevin Durant. He would like to go there. It would be terrific if they could get Durant. But that's going to be difficult to do. All right, Bam out of Bayou obviously can't be involved in a trade. Not that they'd want to trade him. And Durant, they want to keep their nucleus intact to put KD in there. It's going to be hard to do. Three or four team deal. And even then, you got to send away some good pieces. I think the Heat could get Donovan Mitchell and have a better chance of keeping that core of Jimmy Butler and Bam out of Bayou. And if you want to throw Kyle Lowry in there as well, you probably got a better chance of keeping that core together. I don't mind moving Lowry. I would love a big three of Mitchell, Bam, and Jimmy Butler because they're scoring. We all know they're ta- la, kind of lack of talent when you talk about the elite teams and lack of scoring yep. is really what did the heat in in the playoffs this past season. If you add in Donovan Mitchell, question, answer, problem, solved. Yep. So, Nick, I think that Miami, obviously, a lot of places he would fit. If I was Brooklyn, would I love to? Replace Kyrie Irving with Donovan Mitchell? Sure, but we know that's not happening. So I'm going to go with the Miami Heat.
0: All right, I'm going to say something that, God, I think it has been six weeks since I've said it. I totally agree with Chris Broussard. That is a great point by Chris Broussard. The Heat are the perfect six team. days, maybe. Because they have the established number <laughs> one in Jimmy Butler, a great playoff performer. They have a great defense, team defense, that Donovan won't you know, kill with his liabilities on that end. And what they need is someone other than Jimmy who can go get a bucket. And they need a a legitimate uh, option from the three-point line that's also a great player, not a guy who all he does on offense is shoot threes. So for all those reasons, Miami fits perfectly. I just don't know if they have the pieces to get it done. They are, they, they are constricted right. on what they can trade pick wise. I certainly, and brew, just tell me if you agree with this. I would not trade Bam for Donovan Mitchell. I don't think that makes you better. Bam, and if I'm, if I'm Miami and I know I have to go through Giannis every single year at some point, Bam is more valuable to me than anyone out West. So I love the fit for Miami. I don't know if the trade can work. So I'm just going to throw out two teams that again if I'm trading for Donovan, I need to be close and have a clear number one. So who are teams that could do that? Philly should make a phone call. Tobias Harris and Tyrese Maxey for Donovan Mitchell. Yep. There'd be no picks. You're what you would be getting is Tyrese Maxey. That's the young guy on a rookie contract who one day could be Donovan Mitchell. That's the, that's what you, maybe you throw in a late pick, but they don't have a lot of picks to trade themselves because of the picks they traded for, uh, James Harden. The other team is Memphis. Memphis does have the picks and they can trade Jaron Jackson, who makes the same money as Donovan Mitchell. Jaron Jackson plus picks. Those teams, I think Donovan walks in and it's like, oh, we can win the title. Like we are, you know, and he doesn't have to be your number one option. So Miami, I totally agree with. I think it's a very difficult trade to make. Philly and Memphis are far more straightforward. But if I'm a bad team, I don't want to give up future picks for Donovan so I can have the same ceiling of second round at best that Utah had. So those are I, Miami, Philly, Memphis. To me, in that order, are the those three are teams, Wilds.
1: I I think that's great. I think you guys did a great job with the creative writing exercise. Broussard, that was solid. I've heard the heat bandied about. I'll give you an A-. minus. Nick, I thought that was interesting about you could offload Tobias Harris. I'm going to give you a B-plus for that one and a straight-up A-. For the Memphis idea. So great job, everybody. Now we'll get to what's really going to happen. Oh, it's finally happening. (laughs) Jenna, I've been saying on this show longer than I've been talking about the baby goat. You know what? Leon Rose has got his CAA card. He's been waiting to play. And I said, maybe it's going to be Zion. And then Zion stayed there. I'm like. Okay, it's going to be obviously Jalen Brunson. And once you hire his father and your own son is representing him, so that one worked. And then we've got someone on the assistant's coaching staff who is close with Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell is an old CAA guy. He's still a CAA client. He's just going to the Mets where his father works. Uh, he's going to Rangers games. He's going out to dinner with Quickly. He's working out in New York. He lives. approximately 10 minutes from me right here. So do I think that he's going to go to Memphis, Miami, or Philly? No. I think the die has been cast. And I think Leon Rose has been acquiring picks... To send the picks to Danny Ainge, who's nothing he likes more than a potential pick where and a potential superstar picks. that he can, you know, kick it down the road, down the road, down the road. And then maybe when he leaves the and franchise, they'll go to the finals and he can buy a ticket and go to the game. So, Nick, we know that the long drought in New York is about to be over. It's been one playoff experience, uh, playoff appearance in the last nine years. In the past 20 years. The Knicks have gone to the playoffs five times and had 13 coaches. Well, it's all about to end because Mr. Guaranteed Playoffs is coming to New York. Finally, Leon is going to bring, bring him here after I've been flirting with it for my entire tenure on this show, (laughs) so I'm happy. I've got Donovan Mitchell jerseys ready to go up on KevinWilds.com as soon as the deal is over. I've been stockpiling them, getting them personalized, ready to go. So you guys had some creative ideas, but neither of those things are happening. Donovan to New York. Cast it in stone. So excited. Be careful what you wish for. Not just a great
0: R.L. Stein book from my childhood, but also... Good advice. Brew, (laughs) if you're the Knicks, if you're a Knicks fan and not Wilds, who's a Celtics, Knicks, Timberwolves, former Magic, future Frisky, you know, the sports polygamist, if you are truly invested in the Knicks, if you're a bing-bong-to-the-death guy, are you excited about trading R.J. Barrett and future first-round picks plus whatever else?
2: You're you're not trading RJ Barrett. It was Barrett who have to be in it.
0: You're not, not getting, how are you
2: getting wow. it? Barrett has to go. Then how are you getting yeah, it? Barrett has to be involved.
1: No. Obi. Then how Obi are you getting it? Barrett Obi. has I to, to I be like involved. Obi. 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 No. Obi. No, Obi. No, Obi. Nobody no, gives a no, no. damn yeah, okay. about
2: Obi Toppin except for oh, oh, Obi-Wan Kenobi yeah, than Obi yeah, Toppin if I'm using So what are well, you
0: getting him? how are you acquiring RJ has some nice? Some of those picks that we traded
1: to we got from the Thunder and Obi. What? They oh, got good. a ton of picks to already from Minnesota. Well, it hasn't
3: Nick, I'm excited, yet, though. So Just let's leave that question. up to them. Good. Uh, we, I like when Broussard and Nick are on the same side. Uh, let's get back to the NFL. We have been waiting for this. Nick's official quarterback pyramid is next. I can guarantee you a couple nice. tears might surprise you back after this. Very nicely done. All right, here we go. It's been quite an off-season in the NFL, but things appear to be set for the moment, which means we appear to be set to unveil Nick's quarterback pyramid. Nick, so yesterday you gave everyone a sneak peek into the bottom levels, the bottom rows. Take us through all the rows of your NFL quarterback pyramid now if you will.
0: Yeah, if you weren't watching yesterday, first of all, shame on you. Second of all, don't worry about it cuz here's what you missed. The 32 quarterbacks we put them in t- we put them in in the pyramid. These four quarterbacks didn't make the pyramid cuz they're starting quarterbacks in name only. We can move on. We don't need to talk about these guys who will all be benched throughout the year. Bottom row. These guys are starters. All of them will start throughout the season with the possible exception of Tua and Goff, but they are entrenched starters. They're the bottom row. The next row is the one we the final one we revealed yesterday. Cousins is fine. Like, he's a fine player. Baker Maple once upon a time was a good player. We'll see what Jalen and Lance have long-term, but it kind of shows the depth of the position. So that's what we revealed yesterday. Now we will get to 15 guys, all of which are good players. You have a depth of quarterback in the league right now that I can't remember. So Russ, Kyler Carr, Matt Ryan, and Trevor Lawrence, these are all good players. Two very good quarterbacks. Kyler has had great moments. Russ has had amazing moments. Unfortunately, they all came during the Obama administration, but they did happen. Derek Carr is coming off his best season. Matt Ryan gets a change of scenery. And I believe in the pedigree of Trevor Lawrence, a guy who has been the best player at his age every single moment of his life, with the exception of last season. And last season, I'm gonna blame mostly on the dysfunction of Jacksonville. Now we're to the top 10. These four guys are – Deshaun almost set aside because we don't know what we're going to get from him. Rodgers, Lamar, Dak. Great, wow. great regular season quarterbacks with some questions come the postseason. For Lamar, he answered some of them, and then he took a bit of a step back. Dak, it's been well uh, documented by Broussard. His struggles against good teams. And I don't know how many times we have to watch Aaron Rodgers – if from September to December, be the best quarterback in football, and then come January, be mediocre before we're like, maybe it's a trend. Now we're to the top six who are all great quarterbacks. These are great quarterbacks. Tom Brady, resume speaks for itself. You expect him to be a little bit worse in his age 45 season, but still he's the greatest quarterback, greatest player of all time. Matt Stafford, I was a Matt Stafford skeptic going into this past year. He obviously proved me and others wrong. And Joe Burrows coming off a Super Bowl appearance and coming off beating Mahomes in his building with a great second half. Now we're to the top three. Josh Allen, I said it after the game last year. I doffed my cap. I have massive fear of Josh Allen. I think Josh Allen is the only player in the league that has an argument against Mahomes. The Justin Herbert thing is going to raise some eyebrows. Justin Herbert has the most yards ever through two seasons. The most touchdowns ever through two seasons. The most 300-yard games ever through two seasons. I believe Justin Herbert is a top three quarterback starting now. This is a bit of a projection. It's going into next season. And number one, it goes without saying, obviously, it's Patrick Mahomes. So there it is. I don't even need to spend time on Mahomes. Everyone that's unbiased understands the best quarterback in the league. Brew, let's talk about the top 15. I, I I have a feeling I well you know what I don't I'm not gonna guess what you're gonna say because it irritates me when you do that to me so I will go into this with an open mind. What is your thoughts on the top 15?
2: I'm baffled. I'm baffled. You got the number one right. I'll give you that. Thank you. And I like Josh Allen too, but I cannot have Josh Allen and certainly not Justin Herbert ahead of the goat. I'm sorry. And it's not about lifetime achievement. It's about last year. Josh Allen declined in every single category last year. Now, I know he was phenomenal in the playoffs. He was outstanding, and he has been, in his brief career, great in the playoffs. But I can't move, because of what he's done in the playoffs, I can't put him ahead of Braden. And Justin Herbert, you're right. You mentioned all his accolades. He also is tied for the least fewest playoff appearances in your first two seasons. Oh, that okay, would be 30. zero, okay? okay? So I'm, I'm not going, I, I I just think the young guys, you got them a little too high. Um, Mr. Unlimited, are we really Dak Prescott ahead of Mr. Unlimited? He's Deshaun not, I Watson, I'll of give you that. Just we don't no, know, but I can't row. put Deshaun ahead of. I don't Mr. have them ahead of. No, 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 no. they're on the same. Mister Unlimited. No, no. Show it again. Oh, you have. Mr. Oh, I'm sorry. Unlimited. I thought you were talking Rodgers. You're right.
0: You're right. My no, bad. I thought you were talking Rodgers. Go a ahead. A
2: And look, I got it. This has to be settled once and for all. Because you're under the impression, I'd even put him ahead of Lamar as well. You're under the impression that. Russell Wilson was horrible last year. That the decline is evident. He's if on his way he down. Top five he was rating. fifth in the league in passer rating. He God, was fifth in the league me. in yards per attempt. He played three games, at least three, with a bum finger because he came back yeah. early because yeah. he's got heart. Like a I mean, when Baker Mayfield, wow. when Baker Mayfield plays through injury, oh my gosh, let's give him a trophy. Let's celebrate him. Any bad play, he was hurt. He was hurt. When Russell Wilson does it. You mock him. You laugh at him. You hate on him. I will not allow that. And for all the, the, and you think he was down last year when he had one of the worst offensive lines in the league, as he typically did in Seattle the last several years. And he beat Indianapolis, San Francisco twice. And Arizona, on the last week of the season, when the Cardinals had something to play, off, play for in the playoff uh, seeding. And so, I you are going to eat your words this, this year, Nick, because okay. Cortland, Sutton, Tim Patrick, Jerry, Judy, Javante oh, yeah. Williams in the backfield, uh, uh, going from a horrible offensive line in Seattle to a solid one. Not great, but solid in Denver. Oh, yeah. Mr. Unlimited is going to rise up your tier, just like Josh Allen did. Once upon a time, Wiles, he was a hater on Josh Allen. Listen, poor Russell Wilson.
0: All he had was DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. But now he has Tim Patrick and Cortland Sutton, so he'll really be able to flourish. Uh, Listen, here is Brew. We're going to do this again in an hour. So I'm going to do what, to you during the show, what Wilds loves to do to me after almost every show and then fake apologize for it. I'm going to give you a homework assignment. (laughs) Find me in the next hour (laughs) your favorite Russell Wilson playoff moment that has come in the last seven years. That's what I would like. Because the last great Russell Wilson playoff moment came in February of 2015. If you're like, wow, that feels like a long time ago. How long ago was that? Well, 50 Shades of Grey was the number one movie in America, and Uptown Funk was the number one song in America. Love Bruno Mars, but that was some of his earlier work. So find me your favorite Russell Wilson playoff moment that has come in the last seven years, and we can discuss it. Wilds, go ahead.
1: Okay. We're off next week on vacation. And Nick, I would like to invite you to Las Vegas, where you might be there already. And the reason why is because I wanna meet up, you and I in a pool, just bathing suits, and we're in a pool because I need to tell you something, and I need to make sure you're not wearing a wire. That's always one of my favorite scenes. Meet in the pool so you know the other guy's not wearing a (laughs) wire. And here's what I would tell you. You know your best take that I won't admit outside of this pool is when you say, LeBron gets penalized for going to the playoffs and failing, but we never talk no. about Jordan's playoff failures. And I was like, yikes, that is a great take. Don't ever repeat that again. That's why we're in the pool. Mm-hmm. So, since it's such a good take, Aaron Rodgers goes to the playoffs and doesn't perform great, but Justin Herbert is the Jordan in this situation. Oh, what talent, but doesn't go far in the playoffs, doesn't make the playoffs. But all of a sudden, it's the potential. Oh my goodness, Broussard. Did you see the Justin Herbert throw on Instagram? Wow, the coaches, oh my goodness. They like to throw on fourth down. Oh my goodness gracious. Meanwhile, this guy leads the league in passer rating two years in a row and has four MVPs now, and he has to sit behind Justin Herbert. Why? because he has better version of long hair, throws the ball nicely, and doesn't make it to the playoffs. Aaron Rodgers being disrespected. First of all,
0: if you're going to tell me my LeBron take is my best take, then please quote it properly. I have never said LeBron gets penalized for making it to the playoffs and failing. It's the finals. So if Rodgers was just regularly in the Super Bowl and losing, it would be a different story. And, yes, I admit some of the Herbert thing is projection. But it is worth noting, since Herbert came into the league two years ago, Aaron Rodgers has a whole one more playoff victory. One. And he's been in the playoffs every year. Herbert has not yet been there. So, listen, Aaron Rodgers at some point, and Brew, I know you agree with me. When a guy is a 98 out of 100 in consecutive regular seasons – and then a 50 out of 100 in consecutive post-seasons, and it, you start to look around and say, wait, they were at home. They did have the better team. They were helped. Why is it? And so, and that Niners game has scarred me. Losing the way they did, scoring a touchdown on the opening drive, and then going comatose offensively, missing Lazard over the middle, losing to a team who didn't score an offensive touchdown in your building. It's just, it's hard to get over.
3: Hey, we didn't didn't really talk about Baker Mayfield. He was pretty low on your pyramid, Nick. Will he also be low on the Panthers depth chart? We'll hear from Baker next. That was a transition. First things first, entities. And, it's easy. and He won. Hey, coming up on Tuesday, the game's biggest stars are coming to the City of Stars for the Midsummer Classic, the 2022 All Star Game. From Mountain Dodger Stadium, coverage begins Tuesday, 7 Eastern, only on Fox. Can't wait for that. All right, time for some stories to start your morning. Brought to you by Subway. Try all the new Subway series menu. Uh, Your pick of 12 irresistible new subs. It's all part of it. Uh, We got to talk some basketball now. Busy summer for Kevin Durant. Got swept in the first round. It was a close sweep, though, right, Broussard? His best friend Kyrie hinting at wanting out. KD requesting at a trade. That's right. And then here's the capper. KD spending some (laughs) uh, much-needed time on Twitter. KD tweeting this yesterday. Did you add to your legacy today? And if so, what did you do? When a writer responded that she emptied the dishwasher, KD responded, great leadership, Maggie. You made everybody in the house better today, which adds to your legacy. Then a podcast host tweeted that he drank four and a half cups of coffee in two hours, to which KD declared, that's not enough. Legacy points deducted. Um... Wild, how how much should Kevin Durant even worry about his legacy?
1: Not at all, zero. And I thought the funniest and most telling tweet that he sent was talking about the legacy points. Granted, it was a little bit confusing if we can show it, Hubs, when he said that's not enough. I don't know if he's referring to the 4.5 cups of coffee. Like, maybe if Jake got to five cups of coffee, if he just gutted out that extra half a cup in the last five minutes, that would have added. But he says, legacy points deducted. I said, oh, that's an interesting concept for Nick. So I, I did a little list of legacy points that KD could Nick. earn or lose. <laughs> if he went to Oklahoma City, Nick, I get him 50 legacy points legacy points. And if he won the championship, but if he wins a championship with the Nets, that's only 10 legacy points. If he goes to play minor league baseball, neutral legacy points doesn't affect you either way. Even if the the Rockets end up winning the championship while you're gone. If you go to the Warriors, minus 15 legacy points. And if you add up all of his legacy points and you take it to a diner and say, hello, good morning. Can I have some scrambled eggs? I would like to pay with legacy points. They would say, no, we only accept real money. So here's the thing. KD should just play basketball and do whatever he wants. And if that chases him or brings him to Golden State, if that brings him to the Lakers, if that brings him to Phoenix, I think that's fine. I think he should play, as, as he likes to say, uh, I just want to hoop. I think that's okay. And then the legacy follows after that. He should chase what makes him happy and the legacy will follow him like, you know, a dog on a leash. Like, whoa, where's the legacy going? That's fine. Everybody else, it feels like, wants to put the cart before the horse, and Kevin Durant needs to make a decision about his happiness and best business interest on what will affect his legacy when and, and what will affect things like your list when already you have him basically cemented in as a top 15 player of all time. So, long story short, no, I do not think you should worry about his legacy. I think you should worry about taking advantage of the small window that he has on a repaired Achilles and do whatever he thinks will make him happy at this moment as a basketball player and as a person.
0: But Wilds, don't you think he has already multiple times throughout his career made legacy-based decisions? Like, why did he leave Golden yes, State? Yes, go,
1: yeah, go okay, ahead. Okay, so, so that I think that's a fair question, and I know we're in a little bit like, well, if, I'll just say if I was Kevin Durant. We know that he went to Golden State As he said in the Athletic article, to chase personal and basketball growth, right? He got the championships, he got the finals MVPs, and he said, I think he's on record, saying like, oh, there's still a void there. So let me go to Brooklyn. And now it feels like there's still a void there because he wants out. So maybe he just should, like, this this eternal chase to fill this void is not the right path. And I think that's where he's like, I'm done trying to live for you. Not you particularly, Nick. But like, try to no, do what other people want me to do, and what it's you public, think my legacy right. should be. I want to, I want to do my own thing. I want to make internal decisions, not external decisions.
0: Yeah. Oh, I, I get all that, and I understand self-fulfillment and the uh, you know continually moving goalpost of what is true happiness. And maybe Kant wrote some good books on it. But here's the other thing: when he was okay. talking to me directly, okay. Wilds, you know what Kevin Durant referred to himself as? Yes. A god. And he's done it multiple god. times. Mm. A god. That's a thing now, right? Fair. In fact, he's coming up with a... He oh, just God. came out with a new movie that's coming out, Point Guards, about the great point guards of New York City. And it's odd because it's like New York City has a reputation, historically speaking, of creating some of the best handle point guards around. What is a historical reputation? Another word for that. Oh, it has a legacy for it. So here's the deal. Whether you are a major <laughs> American city... You know, a great composer or an all time basketball player, legacy comes with the territory. And if you are in a field that is constantly discussed, and that one of the reasons you have the fame and the fortune is because of the discussion, we are not just going to talk about what a great Hezzy Jimbo you have. We are going to talk about what your decisions and career path lead to and how we stack you up against. Other players historically. And because Brew, we don't have a time machine and we can't get him to play one-on-one against Dr. J, what we have is our imaginary, arbitrary legacy points. And folks can say it's stupid and it's arbitrary. And guess what? All of this is dumb. It's uh, it's a 94-foot court and it's a, t- it's a basketball through a 10-foot hoop. All of it's make-believe, but people are into it. And so people want to argue <laughs> about it and debate it. And to act like you could be a, you can't be above it and make forty-four million dollars for doing it. That's the part that I think gets missed sometimes. You can't act like this is all so stupid. I just want to be happy and play ball, right. but I'll pick up my game check of seven hundred thousand dollars.
2: Like, no, this all comes with the territory, bro. Uh, you're absolutely right. And the tweets to random people. I don't know, postal workers, office managers, whatever people type of jobs people have. You're comparing that to you in terms of legacy. Well, guess what? We don't buy jerseys uh, of random people who work at the post office or wherever. All right. We don't we don't watch them do their jobs on television. We don't make top 50 lists of the greatest office managers of all time, and then celebrate them wildly when they get put in the Hall of Fame. All right? We don't pay them millions of dollars. This is professional basketball, a billion-dollar business. All right? You can't just, I just want to go hoop. You just want to go hoop, just go play open gym, and don't be a professional. You're a professional, and this does, Nick, as you said, come with the territory. And Wilds, here's the deal. The re- to whom much is given, much is required. That's a wise man once said that is in the gospel of Luke. And that's the crux of this with KD. We see what he's been given. All right. We, Steve Kerr called him the greatest talent ever. Nick and Colin Cowher believe he might be the greatest winner, win an all time NBA one on one tournament. All right. I mean, some people have called him the greatest scorer of all time. And the people he's compared to in Knicks and other people's top 15 all cared about their legacy. What did Steph say after he won his fourth ring? What are they going to say now? What's, how's it affect my legacy? What did LeBron say after his fourth win? I want some respect. How's it going to affect right. my legacy? So for KD to say, I don't care, I just want to hoop, it makes it look like, dude, you've been given all of these gifts and you don't want to take on the challenge of living up to it. You don't want to take on the challenge of leading a team to a championship just like all the other guys in your high, high, high upper echelon, Wilds, did or tried their darndest to do. It seems like he's bowing out of that challenge, Wilds.
0: Yeah. I think Bru nailed it. Finishing Flourish by Chris Broussard. You, you, know, you know what? Brew Adams is the legacy points given today. Wild deducted. Bad yeah, take. Wilds nobody. He don't no. care. Wilds my don't legacy care go me. down? Well, take <laughs> oh, it yeah, to
3: Let's go to the diner. I love legacy points. because